0: To the Let It Fly podcast. This is Jesse Cornelson. With me today, Travis Reed. Travis, it's been a minute, man.
1: Yeah, I didn't know if this still existed or not. Oh, wait.
0: Just a hiatus.
1: A little bit. Summer hit. Um, probably a lot of people thought Tiger Woods won the Masters and we both just died of heart attacks or something.
0: <laughs> I, we did.
1: Uh, uh, I, so maybe <laughs> we are still alive.
0: Yeah, barely. Barely. It took me a while to recover after Tiger won, but. Um, Yeah, lot's happened since our last pod, Um, so we'll go through a couple of the highlights Um, real quick. Tiger won the Masters, the Raptors won the title, Uh, everybody on Golden State got hurt, Um, Anthony Davis got
1: traded. Like, where do you want to jump off at? Um, NBA, I think, since it happened the most recently. Yeah, yeah. Raptors won the title. I begrudgingly have to give you credit, you were on the Raptors all year. Yep. Um, we kept talking about who the best team in the East was. You kind of stuck with Raptors all year. I, I was on 76ers. Great, it was real close. It was, it was. seven games and yeah, kind of it was close. buzzer beater. So.
0: Nobody really saw the Bucks coming and being the best, as yeah. dominant as they were throughout the regular season. I, I don't know, man. Uh, you get into those playoff series, I I just I happen to think that when you have the best guy on the floor, you know, regardless of – uh, anything else? Those, those guys tend to take over, and that's exactly what Kawhi did. Now, now the, none of the other guys played freaking good. Yeah, Van Fleet, kind of. And Lowry played awesome the last few games of that series. Like, yeah, I, he needed the help, but I mean,
1: well, I mean, and he was dominant. When I say you're on the rafter, we were always the, the funny thing is we always assumed it was kind of a given that. Granted, we always gave the caveat if everybody stills, stays healthy. Golden State's gonna win. Yes. And then Agreed. Golden State did not play up he- did not stay healthy, they did not win. Um but yeah, not only did they not get healthy, two of their best three players are out for, for a long time. Year. Yeah. Uh which has totally warped next year's season. Because kinda everyone had thought, like, okay, we're just in dynasty mode. We there was a question of okay, is Durant gonna stay or go? Right. Now it's Okay, the Warriors are bludgeoned. Here's our opportunity. Every team needs to go all in because right. next year is going to be a, kind of a free for all. And the Lakers are the first to make a move for Anthony Davis, but right now they have LeBron, Davis, Kuzma, and nothing. Yeah, nobody, nobody else yet. Yeah, I think if you know if the season started today, me and you might be able to suit up and yeah, play along with them. Yeah, so we could. Um, but here's the thing,
0: though. Like with, and this is an interesting part of it is that Clay and Klay Thompson and Kevin Durant are both free agents. What's their, like, what's going to happen now? Like, in a way, like, I know that this is not a good thing, and don't misconstrue it by that, but in a way, does it give the Warriors an opportunity to go ahead and re-sign those guys? And on kind of on the cheap?
1: Like, maybe not yeah. on the cheap, but like... So here's what I think is going to happen. So Durant still had an opt-out, Right, right. I don't think he opts out. I think he just stays in, takes that... He's basically... Now he's on a one-year deal and he goes into free agency next year. Okay. Um, I think Clay signs his multi-year deal. Probably not a max, but... With the Warriors? With the Warriors. I think he's... Yeah. So you're saying that
0: you think that... You think that those... Curry, Clay, Durant stick together.
1: Well, I don't think Durant's going to play next year. Well, no, he's not going to. No, I'm just I mean, saying, like, contract wise, he's just going to say, "Nope, I'm staying here." So he'll, he'll get paid by the Warriors. Right. He won't ever play, and then next year free agency, it's it's on again. Basically, he's just delaying his free agency for a year. Hmm. But I don't know that. But I, I think that's what'll you happen. I think
0: that's what the way it goes down.
1: But I mean, if he did opt out, there'd, there'd still be teams that would give him the max oh, yeah. right now. The yeah. Knicks are desperate; they'd give him the max. They don't care if he plays the first year. Right? They're just please bring us somebody good. <laughs> right. Right. But uh, that, that's what I, I think is going to happen. Well, it's it's interesting what
0: the what the Lakers did because not only I mean they gave up you know a king's ransom for for Davis, but uh, they still have room to sign another max. A max free agent. Yeah. Um, and with that, you know, Kawhi's back on the market. Um, everybody knows he wants to go to LA. It was kind of a foregone cl- conclusion that he would be a Clipper. But now you've got LeBron and Anthony Davis. And now Kawhi's going to take a meeting with the Lakers. And if you're taking a meeting with the Lakers and you're looking across and you've got, you know, two of the top five players on the planet on one team already, <laughs> and you're one of those five
1: and you can join up. Like, yeah, it kind of depends on you know he just I wouldn't say he carried the Raptors, but I mean he was the leading force right. do you want to do that again, or do you kind of want to be like i I want some help, I want to kind of you know not take it easy, but it's definitely an easier path than absolutely taking a team, you know, putting them on your back and going, so it'll be interesting i all the people that think they know what Kawhi's gonna do, shut up. You don't yeah, you nobody don't. knows. Nobody thought Durant was going to Golden State. Like right. nobody knows. I mean, some of these guys are easy to predict. Right. Um like when Anthony Davis like demands a trade to the Lakers, okay, yeah, we all thought that was gonna happen. Right. Um, but a lot of these guys, especially Kawhi, no idea. He could re sign, he could go somewhere crazy we're not even thinking about. Yeah. Um, like alright, he signed with Miami for five years. Would you but, well, Kawhi's kinda weird. Yeah, right. and that's, that's just, just what he you... did. So but yeah, it's kind of wide open. Um but Lakers are now the favorite. Uh some of that is because of the move, some of that is because the Lakers are the Lakers. Yep. And they get a ton of they got a ton of bets last year. Right. To win the and their team was garbage. Right. Um, so the Lakers at three to one, Bucks at six to one, Clippers seven, Rockets eight, Raptors ten um Sixers 12 it's, it's and then the Warriors at 12 um which is kind of nuts to think about but I mean yeah that seems about right it's just curry and a bunch of curry and a bunch of question marks yeah. yeah the one team this seems weird but the one team that kind of jumps out to me is Mavericks at 40 to 1 I was thinking the same thing shit now i know it's a bad bet um <laughs> I mean Maverick's at forty to Because if they can get one more guy, I love Luca. Yeah. Um, and I think Porzingis is good still. Hopefully he can, you know, return right. to what he was with the Knicks off his injury. If they can get one more guy, um maybe like I think a Jimmy Butler would be good for them.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, I mean obviously you'd love for him to get Kawhi, but I, I think even if they can get some that next tier, if they can get like a Jimmy Butler type right. guy and kind of have that's not a big three, but that's a medium three. And like we said, the West is kind of open now. Right, it's it's, it's
0: definitely open. Uh-huh.
1: Um, AD and AD and LeBron on the same team closes the door just a little bit. Um, I mean, LeBron got hurt last year. AD yep. has he gets hurt every year. Every year he gets hurt. Um, and we just saw with the Warriors, if you have an injury or two, and all your eggs are in that basket, you you're kind of Right. You can still compete, but you're just not the team that you were that you thought. Here's a, You'll go here's, into a, it.
0: here's a team that I think is really kinda on the cusp, and that's Portland. If Portland can get one of those guys to go along with, with Dame and C J McCollum, if they can get a forward like like Kawhi or like um who else is out there right now? Or I mean Butler would be a good fit for them, like a three or a four. Tobias
1: Harris, maybe. Either if yeah. they get somebody
0: Tobias Harris, he's really good.
1: Yeah. Like he's really good. You're right though. Like if they could get kind of a third guy in there. Yeah. I mean cause Cause they, they made they it they the could... Western Conference Finals last year. Right. They're they're
0: dangerous team. Dangerous team. Um what's what's OKC at right now? Uh the Thunder at twenty to one. Okay. And what... Do you happen to... I, I know this is random off the top of your head. Do you happen to know, like, what
1: their cap space looks like? Uh, I don't think they can fit another Max guy. No more Max I guys. I mean, Westbrook and George are both getting paid. Yeah, but so are, um, so are LeBron and, and Anthony Davis. Like, a lot they, of times they can fit... I mean, they would have to trade some people off, right. on, you know, all their other guys. But I, I haven't even heard of them in conversations, I which doesn't either. mean it hasn't it can't happen. I think they would just have to finagle a lot and but I mean Anna, I don't know their team wasn't bad last year though No, I mean, I mean Western Conference semis right yeah they're the ones that got knocked out by Portland so no nope. oh, that Golden was first State. round Golden State who are you talking about Portland knocked out OKC in the OKC, first OKC yeah yeah
0: and then Portland got swept by
1: didn't they get swept by the Warriors yeah yeah but Portland beat Denver that's right Yeah. so yeah when well, you, I mean, like that's the thing. There's a bunch of teams you could bring up that I mean I don't think the Pelicans are crazy. No. At sixty to one. I well, I love what the Pel I love the fact that they were able to do that. Like Especially if they can re swap some of this mm-hmm. and get another player and then you have Drew Holiday, you got Zion coming in, if you can get another but I think you need is a, a scorer if they can the go get Jimmy the Butler. Fourth.
0: They got the first and the fourth pick.
1: Well, yeah. First is Zion. Right. Fourth is, you know, going to be somebody else. But yeah, I mean, they're going to. I don't know if they're not going to be they're not going to be there this year. But I don't I'm think really... so either. But at sixty to one, I don't think it's a terrible bet. No, I don't either. Like I, I said, I, I'm a believer in Zion too. I think Zion is the best prospect since LeBron. Right. So, um, remember when LeBron came in? A lot of people were like ah, oh, he he doesn't have a shot yet. That's a lot of what people are saying about Zion. It's like when you're that athletic and can do the things that he does, where you're like that just wow you. That reminds me of LeBron. He'll, right. he'll develop the shot. That's yeah. what'll. But yeah, I don't think Pelicans at sixty one is crazy. I, they might be a dark horse playoff team for sure.
0: Yeah, I think they could get there. Yeah. Well, that's uh, it's
1: it's going to be a lot of fun to see over the next couple weeks, kind of what. You know, it's weird that what, the off season for NBA seems more exciting than the regular season.
0: It has in years past because everybody just assumed the Warriors would be where they were, and they did. They got there, but I mean, I think that, it, they, and we talked about it a lot throughout this podcast. Like the off season over the last few years has been more fun because it's just like the Warriors were just so stinking good. Yeah, that it's just like well, it's kind of an inevitability who's gonna be playing there and and we have like I'm not gonna say it's it's lucky that that those guys got hurt, but the fact is is that this year now is gonna make this off season is very intriguing, but the regular season is gonna be just oh, yeah. as intriguing and more fun because there's not just a what? stupid dominant team. Unless Kawhi signs with the Lakers and then we're just like we're looking at LeBron Kawhi and Anthony Davis all in the same squad. Yeah, that's... what
1: what seed do you think the Warriors will be in the playoffs?
0: Well, I think the Lakers are going to be better than them. Um, the Rockets will be better than them. Uh, Nuggets will probably be better than them. I'm looking at four, five.
1: Yeah. I, I think they could be – I think the Clippers – part of it depends on, you know, who gets what. But, yeah, I think you could make the over-under at like five-and-a-half, six. Yeah. And it's kind of tough. They – like the Warriors might be a six or a seven, and then they might get Clay back like right in time for the playoffs. Right, so then it's, true. Then it's fun time. Yeah,
0: that, that would be really cool, actually, <laughs> like if Clay comes back for the playoffs next year. Yeah. But in the NBA, ACLs uh, tend to last a full year. Yeah, like I think that they would probably have to get close to the finals because the NBA playoffs is like two months long. Yeah, they would probably have to get close to the finals for him to make a real push to get back.
1: It's it's definitely it's changed the landscape and like it's it's just opened doors for a whole bunch of teams yeah. to where a lot this of teams feel like they
0: have a chance now. Yeah,
1: and you know, the Jazz
0: and, feel like they have a chance. The Blazers, like all these teams, feel like they have a chance now.
1: Yeah, it'll be really interesting to see how this all shakes out. In a way,
0: I kind of hope that that I. In a way, I kind of hope that Kawhi, because Kawhi is kind of the guy this year. I hope that he goes somewhere and maybe pairs up with somebody, but doesn't go to the Lakers. I kind like, of hope he stays there. Or, or that yeah, that's
1: what I'm saying. Like just run. I, back. I hope
0: that that it ends up being more evenly distributed this year. We'll okay. see.
1: All right, one last Kawhi question. If you were him, just basketball, you know, money didn't matter, where you lived didn't matter. Just ba- if you're trying to win a championship, what team do you go to? Well, if I yeah, if I'm trying to win a championship, I'm going to the Lakers.
0: Lakers? I, I don't say I don't say Toronto because I think that they played otherworldly. I wouldn't to get say to their Toronto their either. Yeah. I, I mean, you still got you still got two Pretty good teams in the East that you have to get through. Maybe three, depending on what happens with the Celtics. I, I'm sure that Kyrie's out going somewhere, but, um, you know...
1: But see, that's that's one of the teams I would say, though. You would say go to Boston, possibly. No, not Boston. Probably either Milwaukee or Philly. But That's what I'm saying. Like, I don't think he'd ever go to either one, but I'm saying if you were trying to set up... If you could team up with Giannis uh-huh. and... They were already the best like defensive team last year, and then you add Kawhi. Right. Good luck. Yeah, no. <laughs> Good luck scoring. Milwaukee
0: would be the team in the east I would go to. The Lakers would be the team in the west right now. Yeah. Um, how sick would it be if, like, if he went to the Warriors, though? Come on. <laughs> <laughs> God, that would suck so bad. I mean,
1: but, but I mean, seriously, though. The Warriors need – I don't want to – I mean
0: – what if what if the Warriors lose Clay? Like Clay's like, All right, I'm going
1: uh You, you know, screwed me, I'm leaving.
0: <laughs> I'm going to you know, wherever, say the Knicks, you know? And Clay Clay ends up in New York or something and then Kawhi's like, Well, they got this max contract available in Golden State and I can play with Steph this year and then Steph and K D possibly next year. I'm gonna
1: go there. I would hate that. I would hate it. <laughs> I w I don't want the Warriors to have any more good luck. They yeah. don't deserve it. They they kinda had some bad luck this year though. They kinda yeah, that's got That's how bad. it works. They should. Yeah. Yep, four All Stars on you.
0: that five, if they had cousins. Yeah. I don't, that's another guy though. Where's he gonna go? I don't know. He's kinda lost in the shuffle, isn't he? He kinda is. But I mean that could be a like Think about a team that, that he could go to. He could go to, like, Portland and be a key factor for him. Yeah. Like, he could go to someplace like that, that he can be third guy and and really change the the, the landscape. Uh, Houston. He could go to Houston, too. Yes, if they trade
1: Capella. Yeah. yeah. So. Yeah, he. it's weird how he – he was like the kinda, guy, kind of forgotten about. Got injured. Now he's yeah. I mean, but,
0: I mean, he still he obviously wasn't healthy. You know this. Oh no, he could barely jump on some of those. But I mean, he still he still managed to like. I mean, I watched I watched watching him in the finals. Like you could see he still he still can play. Like he's got he still got some fire in there. Oh yeah. So it'll be a lot of fun this summer. This, this summer will be a lot of fun for the NBA, but, uh, all right. So let's get into, uh, the next thing. Um, since it's going on right now, let's, let's get into some baseball. So we're, we're about 40% through the season, 40, 45% through the season. And, uh, we went back before the pod here and listened to our predictions going into it. We actually did pretty well. Um, as far as baseball goes. Yeah. Uh, we, we did pretty well looking, you know, but again, we're only, we're not even quite halfway through the season. Um, big surprising teams for me. I thought Cleveland was going to run away with the AL central. I just felt like they had the best rotation. I felt like they were just the best team. Um, they've dealt with some injuries. Clevenger has been hurt. You know, they, They haven't performed the way I thought. You actually said that you liked Minnesota. You picked Cleveland to win the division, but you thought Minnesota would be better, and they're 10 games up in the division right now. Yeah,
1: I mean, they're still surprising even to me. Um, I didn't think that was going to happen. But, yeah, they're playing basically to the tops of their ability, Right. and they've had a lot of guys break out at the right time. Um, And they also, like you said, the Indians have had some bad injury luck, so – all that kind of combined um, to make the twins. Yeah, you know, we both had
0: the Astros, and they're running away with their division. Yeah, that was as an predicted, easy one. Um, we both had the Yankees, and the Yankees are. In, I mean, Yankees, Rays, Red Sox are all right there. We all we talked about. We talked about we thought it would probably be Boston and New York, and then Tampa Bay would be right there. And again, that's that's pretty much been as predicted. And the Yankees are actually better. Than their record, yeah, they're about to get their good players yeah, back. Yeah, <laughs> they're about they're 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 16 games above 500 right now, and they're about to get Judge and Stanton back in the lineup. They just so, sent
1: down Clint Frazier, who would start on like 25 teams right, right now. Exactly. So yeah.
0: So that's I I think the Yankees will end up on top of that division, um, as predicted before. So in the National League, uh, we'll leave the Central for last, just because. I'm sure we'll have more to say about it, but um, the NL East is exactly kind of what we thought. It's just a cluster, four teams right there. Uh, the Nationals have been a little bit of a disappointment.
1: Yeah, I would say so. They yeah. were my pick to win, um, um, but
0: they're they're eight and a half games back right now. Um, they haven't. They they they've been a little bit of a disappointment, but. This season's really long, and that division is so clustered. I could see them winning the division still. Oh, like, yeah. Eight and as... a half
1: with half the season left is nothing.
0: Right. So. Um, you know, the Braves are there. The Braves were my pick to win the division. They're in first right now. Um, the Phillies are right there. So the, the Mets have been up and down. Um, they're three games under as of today. So we'll s- We'll see kind of where they finish. I I think they'll probably finish in fourth. I think so, too. Um, They just don't look like the third-best team in that division. Um, They've just kind of played above their head a little. Um, Let's talk about the NL West for a second. Do we have to? (laughs) I just want to bring this to the listener's attention. Um, Who was your pick to win the West again? I forget.
1: Uh. Scientists maintain we will never know. <laughs> no, um, I know. It was the Rockies. <laughs> are you sure? Yeah. heard the jury's still out they're, on science. They're
0: ten and a half games
1: back. And who,
0: who did I pick?
1: Well, uh, the Dodgers. I knew it was an upset pick when I made it. The Dodgers True, were did really good. You didn't call it an upset. Um, I thought the Dodgers had a lot of question marks. And all their question marks were answered yeah. pretty quickly. I thought Kershaw was a question mark. Uh, he's Been fine. Uh, I didn't think Ryu would lead the league in ERA and like set. He's what is it like one seven four right now. Um, And then Bellinger's been MVP. Mm -hmm. And then um, I just lost his name. Their other outfielder has like twenty five bombs himself. So Peterson. So yeah, they're just they're good. They're crushing it. And uh, yeah, I don't don't think that upset pick's going to come through.
0: Yeah. Um. Right now, they are second in the, they're second in the entire major leagues in run differential. They're five runs behind, actually Minnesota. Uh,
1: they're yeah, Minnesota's 11. not a fluke by the no. way. Like I know they're a surprise, but they're not a fluke. There's a no. big difference. Yeah. Um. So that one,
0: that one. You know, you're still gonna see if the Rockies can
1: and manage to come back. And Maybe if Kyle Freeland gets back in, uh, <laughs> into the majors and starts pitching like last year. <laughs>
0: I really like what they're doing. with their pitching, you know, Freeland. Yeah, he got DFA'd.
1: Yeah, that, that was one of my reasons for picking the Rockies was Kyle Freeland. oh uh,
0: That's good.
1: They can't all be winners, folks.
0: Yeah. Well, let's talk about the Central a little bit.
1: All right. Um <laughs> that's a good way to describe it so everybody
0: in the Central is within 8 games Okay, that's that's how I'll lead this off the Brewers are in first, the Cubs are in second Cardinals in third, Pirates then Reds but the Brewers are 40 and 31 and the Reds are in last place at 31 and 38, they're 8 games back This this division and we thought it would be kind of clustered and You know, a very tight race. But, man, it just feels like there's nobody that's any good in that division.
1: Nobody is ready to run away and take it like the Dodgers have. Right. Like in the West. Um, And it kind of makes it frustrating as a fan because you're like, just go be better and do it. Just, you. But. The Brewers in first is not surprising. We actually both thought the Brewers were the best value. Right. Uh, The Cubs and Cardinals were the first two in betting, and even though the Brewers won it last year, and then the Brewers' worst position last year was catcher, and they added Grundahl. Right. And their bullpen was basically the same guys again. So um, we were right on that point to now. Again, a lot can change, but um, I still think that was a good value play. It's... It, it's frustrating because you see the Cubs going out. They get Kimbrell. Their worst uh-huh. their worst part of their game is their bullpen, so they go out and sign the best guy. And you just, the Cardinals and Brewers kind of have to, it's, it's weird because the Cubs have become the Yankees and Red Sox, except there's not the Yankees or Red Sox to them. You know right. what I mean? There's not there's a competitor. Not, yeah. They're just the team that's spending all the money in that division, and right. the Cardinals and Brewers are just kind of left in the dust even though. They you know, the, Car- the Cardinals are making plenty of money they can go spend and get some guy they want they just aren't spending it like the Cubs are
0: well I, I, like if you just looked at the if you just looked at the lineups and you looked at, at everything with those teams I still I, I think the Cardinals I think the Cardinals have
1: good players like you know I mean I mean it's tough because is Goldschmidt good? That's the, that's the <laughs> like killer, like that man. that was kinda of like the key of the off season, like, wow and it's not just Cardinal fans. I Buster only did a poll, like I think it was the first Sunday night game of the year. What was the move of the off season? And like Goldschmidt won. And that that's a national vote. That was right. a, you know everyone thought like that was the big move. And after like three weeks it looked like it was. And then he's just kind of really tailed off and slowed down. He's, um he's still good. Right. He's just not Paul Goldschmidt, good, and I think you know that—that's one of the keys. Are the guys you project to do really well? Are they going to do really well?
0: Right. I'll just I'll just say this: Goldschmidt is not leading. He's not leading the Cardinals in any major offensive category. He's not leading them in average, home runs, RBIs, on base hits, um, none none of it. Total bases. Walks. He's not leading in anything. The one category he's leading in is strikeouts. Like he's leading the team in strike he's I mean and again, if you told me like if you took the name out, like if you just took the name out and the salary and you just said, "Okay, your first baseman through 70 games is going to be hitting 262 with 13 homers, you know, would you take it right now?" And looking back at the last few years, um, yeah, I would take it. I mean, he's on pace to hit, you know, close to 30 homers. Um, and, and you know, if he hits 260, 260 to 270 with close to 30 homers, yeah, I would take it. But you're talking about the guy that's been top five MVP vote for the last five years. And yeah. he, his numbers this year are down from every other year that he's had. And you know you've come you've come to expect certain things like i i don't know i just i it's disappointing that way because i feel like he's better than what he's playing
1: and it's definitely hard in an era where 30 home runs isn't as crazy is isn't as big of a number as it used to be there's a lot of guys now that are you know getting ticklish with 30 home runs at the end of the year it also doesn't feel great that the first base when they traded away to the Yankees is like doing better. Yeah, Luke Voigt's true. just crushing for the Yankees, and he's getting paid... Let me check my... Minimum salary. Yeah, yeah. So that's, that's not... That doesn't feel great. doesn't feel like a good trade. Um, But I, I didn't fault it at the time, which is a lot of times yeah, people... Like, you know. like, when you get Goldschmidt, you're like, All right, that's the move. They went all in. You have to make it. It's just now it's not working out. Do you blame that on... Management? Do you blame it on Goldschmidt? Do you blame it on just like shit happens? Yeah, it's
0: not. I don't think you. It's not like. The thing with him is, it's not like he's not playing every day. I mean, he's out there. He's playing. He hasn't been hurt. He hasn't been, you know.
1: I don't even care about strikeouts, especially now.
0: No, no, no. Everybody's striking out. Yeah, I know. He's not. He hasn't
1: done anything. He's striking out all the time, but he's still hitting the ball like gangbusters. Fine. But he's just not. Right.
0: Well, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see how the division plays out. But, yeah.
1: Um, so, yeah, our both of our World Series picks had the Cardinals in it. I had the Yankees beating the Cardinals. You had the Indians beating the uh, – yikes. Oh, God. Yeah, that was, that was not good.
0: It's not good. But, uh, yeah, anything else to add there?
1: Um, I mean, it's like we kind of beaten the dead horse here, but, yeah, it's long season. Long we can't say we're right or wrong about anything 40%, right
0: now. <laughs> forty to forty-five percent through.
1: Yeah. yeah, it's like saying your you know favorite NFL team is four and two, and you're like, yep, Super Bowl bound. Here we go. Right.
0: Eh, we'll see. Paul DeYoung needs to keep playing good for him. He's he's been really like right now. He's probably their only. Well,
1: they'll probably get a Ozuna bullpen.
0: might be an All Star.
1: Uh, I was gonna say maybe Hicks, our bullpen guy. De Young's probably an all-star. Yeah, I think so.
0: Um, Ozuna's got 18 homers. I mean,
1: 56 RBIs. Like, he's... I don't think that's... Home. It might. He's, like, French... You'd be surprised. Like, Kettle Marte has, like, 20 home runs. Yeah, true. <laughs> like, there's guys that just... You, I mean, you've heard of, but they're just, like, fringe outfielders, and you go look at their numbers, and you're just like, that guy has 20 home runs? right. Like, hope runs are just. The ball is juiced, guys. Yeah, it's it is. flying. It is.
0: Um, so, if you had to re-see or re-pick your picks right now, all divisions? Yeah. Would you pick. Who would you pick
1: in the Central right now? Um, uh, Chicago. I would too. Which sucks. Yeah. The only reason I had to think about it is because I had to say it out loud because I hate them. But yeah. yeah, Chicago. Who would you pick?
0: Um, let's see is, who would you pick in the NL East
1: I would go with Atlanta I like the Keiko signing That that's again they did what the Cubs did. their biggest weakness was they needed a starter yep went out and got um,
0: one the best got one. one the best one available yeah yep
1: again that's what the Cardinals should have done
0: <laughs> yeah you would think you would think they would do something smart uh, I would
1: stick with the Yankees in the East obviously go Twins and we're still sticking with Astros in the West right, right. Um, I just didn't know like I didn't know if you'd stick with uh, or
0: I didn't know who you'd go with in the Central morning. St. Louis
1: would probably be third <laughs> honestly I'd probably pick Milwaukee before St. Louis dude. I would too it, it sucks but that's if I if you made me bet on it that's they'd be third on my list right well yeah
0: I don't know I I I can't... It's hard to watch Cardinal games sometimes. Like,
1: it's hard for me to watch them now. And it's... it's.
0: I mean, I watch them, but it's hard.
1: You realize how, like, uh, there's going to be some people out there that are, like... I'm trying to think of a good team. I was going to say Marlins, but Marlins fans don't exist. Uh... <laughs> That are like, really, you can't stand to watch a Cardinals team when they're like two games above five hundred. We're like, yes, it's it's frustrating. (laughs) Yeah. There's teams that have been like dying for a winner. We're like, yeah, we're kind of spoiled, but
0: definitely spoiled. But shit, we haven't made the playoffs in three years,
1: so it doesn't really
0: matter. (laughs) It's not like what the hell. We're not spoiled right now. That's for sure. Um, All right, so let's transition a little bit. Let's get into a sport that you know we're really good at, and that's golf. (laughs)
1: <laughs> yes, I am really good at golden tea, so that is factually correct.
0: Okay, so right now, even though, even though he he couldn't come back, Brooks Kepka is putting up like Tiger esque 2000, 2001, one, two thousand two numbers. Like he's ridiculous.
1: Yeah, he's uh... he's a machine. He's, he's crushing courses right now. Um, so, yeah, he's finished f- four ones and two seconds in the last nine majors. Yeah. It's pretty damn good. Yeah, um, yeah and he still somehow feels under the radar, which I, I know he's not. Um, yeah. To us, because we watch golf. Right. But, like, if Tiger did this, everyone would know about it. Oh, him. and it would be like. The number one story on every yeah, it would outlet like it would be like Trump in the White House, whatever's going on, right? Like that would be the number one story, not just yeah. number one in sports. That would be it. Like, yes. yes. And Kepka just kind of this quiet, goes about his business guy, and I mean, he's, he's just nobody he's, really knows about it. It's, it's unless it's you're following golf. Um, it's it's the best string since Tiger. And you could make, I mean
0: you could make you could make an argument that what he's doing right now against the field that he's playing against is better than anybody's ever done ever in history
1: you could i mean cuz the fields now are way better
0: they're way deeper i mean just which is because of tiger but right but uh, you know <laughs> the the top guys in the world right now are so so much better than like it was Tiger and then this block of guys, you know, three or four guys that were good, you know, real good. Like, you know, Phil was in there. I mean yeah. Phil Phil was obviously, you know, he's one of the best golfers of all time too. But I mean, really, it was Tiger and then everybody else. But it is not as far as talent wise, it is not Kepka and then everybody else. But he's just played that much better than everybody and it's else. Like only
1: in majors. That's like, crazy too. Like, for some, like he doesn't do it, um, like for just the he, Travelers Championship yeah. or the Canadian Championship or he just doesn't care about those at all. You can yeah, he's just like yeah, this is when I come out to play. These are the ones that matter. It's almost like he's just dicking around on those other tournaments, seeing what he can do, and then it's like all right, it's major time. Seriously, um, it's, like he said last
0: week, he gave he he literally did not care where he finished. He's like, I just had to get out and play. You know, going into you know, get my game ready. Get my game ready. Like I just, hes like, I don't care where I finish.
1: <laughs> That's nuts. It's nice to have that much fu money. Exactly. Yeah. Um. So yeah, the odds for the Open Championship, previously known as the British Open. You still call it the British Open? I call it
0: the British. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I think I. It's hard for me not to. Yeah. It's kind of like when NCAA tournament tried to call the first round the second round. Yeah. And everyone's like, no, no, you can't no, do that. No. This let's... is called the first round, you yeah. idiot. <laughs> like, figure something else out where this is still the first round. Because we're not changing this. This has been on in our lives the entire time. Uh, so, yeah. British Open. We're going to stick with that. Kepka's 6-1 to one favorite. I mean. <laughs> it's hard to argue against it, I, right? I, I, I might bet it. <laughs> Like I mean I'm serious. Like I I might bet it. I think that he will probably he, win. I mean, yeah, so do you think he's going to win like 18% of the time? I think he's going to win, well, I I'm
0: See this is and this is where this is where it gets hard for me because I I just feel like he's no doubt the best and I don't I don't see any reason why if I had a chance to make some, it's not like he's even money or something. Like, I, I'm not saying I'm going to go out and put my biggest bets on him, but I, I might bet him at six to one. That's how good he's been. That's just I mean, seriously. That's how dominant he's been.
1: The next closest is Rory at ten to one. And you got DJ and Tiger at twelve. Um. See, you get down the list. Get down the list
0: here a little bit, and this is where I think the real value is. Francisco Molinari at twenty to one. I like that. Xander Shoffley. That's probably my favorite bet on the board right now. Twenty five to I'm one. I'm pretty
1: sure I've lost I don't know, the last four or five majors betting on Shoffley. His yeah. numbers keep going down. Like I think the first ones you get him like one hundred and one, eighty to one. Right. This last one I got him at twenty eight to one. Um yeah, he's kind of my new Kucher. I remember when Kucher was just kinda of coming in, I was mm-hmm. just Kucher every time. Just and now it's been Xander. He was close-ish last this past week, but man, he, the the
0: guy can he can really string together some birdies um, in a hurry. Fleetwood at twenty-five to one, interesting um, for this particular tournament. Uh, I know a lot of people were on him this last week, and i, I didn't really I didn't really know what to do with him. Um, I didn't take any of them this last week. Uh yeah. Gary Woodland, who just won the US Open. He's at fifty
1: to one? Yeah, I'm gonna pass on that one. Um I do like a guy I like Matt Wallace sixty to one. Yeah. He's been playing really well. Um, you know, from over there, so that that should I don't know why we always think that helps him. Like we never give the US guys a bump when it's at the US open. But Well it seems to help him in the Ryder Cup. That that's true. We we don't like to talk about the Ryder Cup on this <laughs> podcast, Jesse. It brings up bad memories.
0: <laughs> I mean, but for whatever reason, you get them on European soil, and they're like, "Oh, this is my home court. I can play here." That's
1: so. true. I mean, in that case, you better take Graham McDowell at fifty to one too. Well,
0: that's why I like that's why I, I
1: like Molinari at twenty to one and Fleetwood at twenty five. Yeah, so Just take all the European guys. I might see what happens, and then Brooks, and then Brooks. Yep.
0: I. I I don't think you can go wrong betting on Brooks right now. I mean, you could probably
1: retire if you'd done it <laughs> exactly so far. If you'd
0: have done it, like if you'd have started in two, 2017 and just been like, "You know what? I'm just going to bet 500 on Brooks
1: every time to win for the next and just 5 put, years and just put your winnings by Bitcoin and sell it, put it on Brooks again, then just keep repeating yep. and then, by now you're listening to this podcast on your golden yacht, yeah. so that, that sounds like a good plan.
0: I'm listening to it on privacy, sitting there next to Tiger Woods.
1: <laughs> oh man!
0: Well, do you? Okay, let's going back to the going back to the U.S. Open. Like, I, I know that you you sat there and watched the whole thing. Was there anything that stuck out to you or surprised you about the way like Justin Rose played there that
1: last day? Like, is there anything that really like no, Rose. I mean, people thought Rose kind of went bad the last day. He was bad. Kind of went bad. The whole yeah. like last three days, he couldn't hit a green. Right. And but he was just either chipping it in or one putting the whole yeah. time, scrambling around. Like he was yeah. just hitting fourteen, fifteen foot putts every time. And people were like, "Oh yeah, he's doing playing really well." Well, no, it's not sustainable. As soon as your putts stop dropping, all of a sudden those are bogeys, and yeah. now you're not you're not playing well anymore. Right. Um. So yeah. Um. He, Granted, that's how Woodland won. He was number one in scrambling this yeah. week, and he's not a number one scrambler ever. But you know, or even over the season. But if you can do it for four days, you can win a tournament. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I think length didn't really matter at this course, and yet still, one of the longest hitters was first, and Kepka's one of the longest hitters. He got second, right? So I think even though they said it negates length, you just put it really far down there. Your iron shot comes a lot easier especially under the rough. So. Right.
0: Oh, that's – yeah, that's exactly. But I think at Pebble, this week was a little bit of a, uh, an anomaly because there wasn't any wind. And I think that, you know, length matters definitely, but when you can hit it without fear of, of hitting it out of bounds or hitting it over the cliff because the wind's going to take it – you know, 20 yards one way or the other, that's, that plays into those longer hitters. I mean, Gary Woodland's a very long hitter. Oh, yeah. He's, he's a bomber. So, I mean, without the wind to kind of keep that course um, tough, because, I mean, for those guys, it was only a 7,000-yard course, and that's really long for you and me, but for those guys, that's, that's a short course. So, Playing, playing seven thousand yards without wind, without fear of, you know, without without fear of you know bad mistakes because of it. That's where you get the the twelve under, or thirteen under the win. I don't know. It just seemed like, but I. The other storyline going into the week was how bad was the you you know the USGA going to fuck up the Open? Right, and
1: they didn't. They just left it alone. Yeah, like they were probably hoping for wind. Um, they probably didn't want to see scores that low. But they didn't just go in and like, they didn't destroy the like, course. Yeah, just start you know shaving off right. greens to where it just rolls out of bounds or something like right. that.
0: Like they they made it very playable, they, and the players were pleased. They were like, you know, like one of the biggest guys that, that talks a lot of shit on them is Mickelson, and he didn't have a great score. He didn't finish great, but he's just like you know, he's like I just didn't hit great golf shots. He's like if you if you hit a bad shot. There was a penalty for it. He's like, but the guys that that scored well, he's like, they just hit really good golf shots and they didn't get penalized for good ones. Like last year at Shinnecock, you know, like they were getting penalized for good shots. And so props to the USGA. They, They bought themselves a year of not as much shit talking on them. So good for them.
1: I think length matters is a good name for a podcast. It Could be golf or you know sex talk, either one. But yeah, length should. matters. Length matters. <laughs> that, that, that was at the beginning of your soliloquy there.
0: Well, I don't know, man. I, I don't. I don't know. I don't know what
1: to expect. I just know that I'm betting on Brooks. <laughs> I'm betting on
0: Brooks. Guy's fucking good, man. What? You got anything else?
1: No. I think we've talked way too much in the last month and a half. So.
0: This is, like, our shortest pod ever, too.
1: What? Forty-some minutes? That's long enough. Yeah. Length matters, man. Length
0: matters. That's (laughs) how we're going to finish it. Just remember that, fellas. Uh, Length matters.
1: Boy, I hope not. (laughs) (laughs) All right. It's good talking to you again, I guess. Yeah. It's good to know we're still both alive. Yeah. I mean, Tiger did almost
0: kill us, but...
1: Yeah. Yeah. All right. See you in about six weeks?
0: Yep. We'll see you. We'll see... We'll see you when there, you know, the president's cup rolls around. All right. Once let's football games start back up. We'll talk again. All right, see you guys later. Cheers.